0: Welcome to Notes from the North with Kyle and Sam. Welcome back to Notes from the North, your go-to Minnesota Vikings podcast. Before we get started, we want to offer our thanks to purpleptsd.com and Vikings Territory for giving us a chance to post our podcast there. Be sure to check out the great Vikings coverage over at purpleptsd.com and Vikings Territory. And Kyle, we're back from bye week And another win. This team is on a roll. And I guess maybe let's start with our first down and just maybe just a general sense. What do you take from yesterday's game? Again, it's another win, right? Not a bad opponent. Um, Where, where are you at with just kind of thinking about this Vikings team? Yeah, true enough. I mean, I think Arizona is probably a touch better than the three and five record suggests. Right. And
1: so, pretty good team and then i think they happen to match up well with the vikings just insofar as they have mobile qb uh which is something that Ed donatel's defense seems to struggle with right and so uh coming into the game i was you know talking to my wife about it and saying you know what arizona does well happens to coincide with an area that minnesota struggles and for that reason i'm a little nervous um the advantage for minnesota was that they were coming off a bye And the injury report definitely favored Minnesota. Uh, Arizona was dealing, unfortunately, they were dealing with a lot more injuries than Minnesota was. And so that kind of helped to tilt things uh, in Minnesota's favor. You never like to get an advantage that way, but that's kind of the cold reality is that the roster for the Vikings was a touch healthier. And I think we saw that with how much pressure they were able to generate um, defensively. And so that kind of seemed to give a bit of an edge to Minnesota's defense, especially. you know, Sam and I, before we hopped on, we were just talking about the overall feel of the game. And it really, for the vast majority, I felt like from watching it at home, I felt like, you know, Minnesota had control of the game most of the time. I mean, they had that two score lead in the second half. And then you had, and then you had an Arizona score and, you know, you had a turnover. And so you're thinking to yourself, there is a sense of, Uh, oh, boy, here we go again kind of thing, right, which always creeps up, I think, for a lot of Vikings fans because you just have, you know, those, uh, you know, huge plays in just a few minutes span and you're thinking, man, Arizona might actually take control of this game. Thankfully, the Vikings kept that two, I was going to say two-score lead, but it was a two-point lead. Um, But then even then, Sam, when, when they scored that touchdown and I'm sitting there watching with my wife and saying, oh, man, this, this point after is so huge because if they push it to nine points, two, two score lead, and it would, which is just massive at this stage. And of course, he joinks it, right? And, and that's his second missed kick of the game. He had the one, you know, I say blocked field goal, but it's literally drilled right into the defensive lineman's face mask. So it's not even like, you know, they made a great play or they put arms up. It was just the trajectory was, was just far too low. And so it felt like the Vikings were in control. It felt like the Vikings were the better team we can discuss the reasons for that but it certainly felt that way even still there is
0: that there is that lingering fear and doubt i think that all
1: of us kind of experience
0: yeah it the i think the interesting thing and i think maybe this is just something i've been reflecting on as a in fandom this week is that i think that there is yeah. this like hope that, that your team is going to really like put the pedal to the metal when yeah, they yeah. have the ability to take over uh, yep. and I think it's maybe a fair criticism that the Vikings don't seem to really do that. Uh, I think maybe they're just trying to get everyone's heart rate up and just make mm-hmm. this an entertaining product. It it does feel like it happens uh, more often than not. I know Vikings fans seem to really feel like uh, yep. this team just keeps doing this. Uh, I, again, though, I think there's also just this aspect of realizing that uh, very few teams are ever going to put together a complete, Sixty-minute game where everything's going to go well, uh, yep. and in some ways, I'm. Um, I feel like it's almost a good thing. I know maybe this is just trying to think about it too hard, but like, yeah, for them to just continue to have to battle it out and win these close games, uh, and for them to continue to do it, it just feels like there's a really good feel around this team, and I. I that's yep. maybe just kind of an outside perspective, but. Um, well, there is some benefit in this idea of like, we are battle tested
1: and we overcome adversity and we can get punched in the mouth and still, you know, and still overcome, right? Like We can make mistakes. We can have a fumble. We can miss a field goal. We can miss a PAT, whatever. Right. And, 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 you know, someone else is going to step out, right? Like, like the defense is going to make that critical play or, you know, something's going to happen and we're still going to be able to kind of get this in the end. And that I think inspires belief. And so if you want to take a glass half full approach, I think what you're saying makes a lot of sense.
0: Right. I guess the the thing is that it's often been them having the lead and just holding on rather than coming back. And so that's maybe where you say, well, a little bit uh, different there. One stat I'd be interested in, we don't have it, but is just how long the Vikings have held leads this year. Um, Yeah, yeah. That'd be kind of fascinating. I'm sure someone out there has it. That'd be fascinating. I'm sure someone has it. tweet tweet it Kyle if you if you've got it Um, because that's I'd be kind of interested as a six and one team just kind of what those numbers are Uh, you mentioned the defense there so I want to quickly touch Mm -hmm. on that a little bit Um, what do you make of yesterday again before I get into it want to add to the counter there's another three sacks from Zedaria Smith he's really holding up his end of this Mm -hmm. bargain Um, what did you think about the defense yesterday
1: Oh, they were excellent. I was really hoping they were going to give that fourth sack to him, but they must have just—I don't know if they credit as a TFL or, or what—but uh, three sacks for Zayre Smith. He was so disruptive. And credit to Ed Donatel for moving him around, like not just lining him up on the edge and letting him slam into an offensive tackle. You know, move him over top of the center and let him just really go to work there. Uh, you know, it's it sounds simple, but it's it's really a brilliant decision. And so eight and a half sacks for him, which gets him that bonus for next year's, um, you know, gives him extra money. He's going to hit next year's cap, um, which Vikings fans shouldn't feel negative about. Like if you want elite edge rusher production, you got to pay some money. And he is giving you elite level play. And so we should just be thrilled that he's, he's doing that and, and still under contract for a couple more seasons. He's been everything and more than what we could have hoped. I mean, seven games, eight and a half sacks. If, and when Daniel Hunter ever gets going, uh, man oh man they're going to be tough to corral so credit to Zaria Smith also want to say uh, Patrick Peterson man like he was dialed in he was competitive he was physical uh, he got that horse collar penalty that first play I don't know if I love the penalty to be honest but uh, he was coming to compete today he had three passes defended and uh, I just thought overall he was excellent like he, he was really physical camera dancer was also really physical as a tackler I know he allowed a lot of catches but you know he was on DeAndre Hopkins and so in a lot of ways you're just trying to as best you can corral Hopkins rather than fully shut him down that's a tall task to fully shut down Hopkins um if you can help to slow him down then I think that in a lot of ways you probably feel pretty good about that because he, he looked like such a good tackler uh dance lady I'm saying um and so really, I, I thought this was Ed Donatel's best game. Uh, this might actually... I'll have to confirm the same, but 26 points. Is this the
0: most points they've allowed all season? Let me I'll take a quick look here because yeah. I, I wouldn't be surprised. Because
1: uh, e- even in their loss to the Eagles, the Eagles didn't score them. They only scored 24 points, right? So 26 might be the most they've actually allowed. Yeah, it is. 26, this, this is the most points they've allowed as a defense. I thought... By far this was their best game. They really shut down the Cardinals run game. Like the run game is basically I mean, Murray Murray had a couple, but there really was no run game. And then the pass rush was there in clutch moments and and plays in the ball uh from the coverage guys. It was just excellent. and i know Eric Hendricks getting on it as well. Um, I mean, you had a couple interceptions, one for each safety. Really, I thought it was actually an an excellent game from the defense.
0: Yeah, which is again, this is why like the points don't tell the full story. Um, yes, but exactly. But you said like Dantzler leads the team with nine tackles yesterday. Right, uh, DeAndre Hopkins. Uh, for me, I know he's been he kind of came back from an injury this year, but top five receiver uh, in the league, uh, if, and if his, not higher. And, and his touchdown. I mean, was, oh my
1: goodness! Like, it, yeah, <laughs> you know, Harrison Smith has perfect coverage essentially. And, you know he makes the play. so sometimes you just tip the cap and you say well done excellent player made an excellent play all right good enough yeah
0: it yeah and that that's the thing when you play players like this this is what other teams have to deal with when they do a Jefferson mm-hmm. uh there's exactly be times where they just are better and um, yeah so I, I think certainly a a, a decent game is today and again I think that it's just it's so important especially if you look forward to just enjoy these, mm-hmm. enjoy wins and not to nitpick too much. Again, I think it's certainly yeah. a, a yeah. tendency and, and you want to do it as fans and uh, think about it, but six and one right now, yeah, man, pretty good lead in the division. And again, I know I'm not, we're not going to get ahead of ourselves. We're not going to try to do anything um, too bold. There's lots of season left, but as you look ahead, I know coming up, get uh, Washington, uh, yeah. this week yeah. and then it seems like there's kind of entering a little bit of that next part of the schedule you got the bills get the yeah. cowboys you got the patriots again you can argue by think like you can argue where you think the patriots are at but certainly the bills and the cowboys are going to be yes. really tough competition Yeah, um, yeah as you think about just even where this Vikings team is about to go, the the Washington game feels like you'd really like to put another win uh, on the okay. board there. Yeah, um, and so yeah, kind of curious about what your thoughts are there, as well as as you look at this division and kind of, I'm I'm sure uh, some people are enjoying watching things implode over in Green Bay.
1: Um, <laughs> yeah, right.
0: Where, What's the uh, the
1: term that they use over at the Athletics? is the Shadnafroid. The, the term where you just you derive a certain degree of satisfaction from seeing a rival struggle, and uh, I gotta look that up now. Um, yeah, Shad and Floyd, pleasure derived from someone from another person's misfortune. So, and I think sometimes
0: we're not going to try to do that too much, but I, I think no. it's not. Yeah. It is to the Vikings' benefit that other teams in their division don't have their stuff together.
1: It certainly makes the path easier, right? And 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 why we can't assume that that is always going to be the case. Um, maybe they turn it around. I don't freaking know. But right now the Vikings are six and one, and then the pair, the the, bears, the back, the Packers and Bears are both three and five, tied for second in the North. The Packers and Bears are tied at three and five. Who would have guessed that? The, the poor line, basically to the midway point.
0: Youters. the the, uh, the poor Lions. In some ways, like, I know they had a very poor defense, but it, yeah, it, it feels like if someone said they're the second best team in this division, um, <laughs> yeah, that's right. Like I don't think they're actually a better team than than uh, the Packers or maybe even the Bears, but like they, yeah. they, they have not had a that bad of a season. I guess considering the the record, uh, right, right. It, I, it I feels... do think they're better than six. To to your point, so. Yeah. So maybe what, as you're looking at, what are you just hoping that they're able to either continue to do? Um, right. Maybe just do that. Let's do continue to do. Cause I think there's always things you're like, you know, they could do this. They could do that. Right, right. What, what, what do you want this team to
1: continue to do? Uh, so when they go to Washington, I was going to say go to Arizona. When they go to Washington to take on the commanders, what I really want for them is to continue to generate lots of pressure and continue to invest in using their best pass rushers in a unique manner, right? It feels like quite often, Daniil Hunter is being asked to come off the edge. Uh, he kind of gets up high. There's a bit of like a skip step. I don't know if it's because he's you know, trying to maintain his kind of pass rush lane to the outside and then kind of make his move from there and try and get around Often he's left wrestling with the offensive tackle. Um, you know, what are the things that Daniil Hunter does well can we change his responsibilities? I say we. Can the Vikings coaching staff change those responsibilities at times in order to give him more favorable pass rush looks? Um, that would be excellent. You know? and, and just basically invest in uh, trying to put the pass rushers in the best possible position. Because I think when you do that, it, it just makes it really challenging to, to move the ball when you just have to worry about both. Zedario Smith who's playing so well. And then Daniil Hunter, who has the capacity to play so well, then, man, it could be really tough. Um, and then with Washington, man, oh, man, if you can keep running the ball like you did with Calvin Cook, he looked really excellent. And when Alexander Madison was in, he also looked powerful, excellent, decisive. And so run the ball well, rush the passer well, and I think that should be enough to get you to win. I mean, you say should, <laughs> but you, you, play, you play the game for a reason, and uh, we'll see what actually happens. But you think especially Kirk Cousins, I'm sure – he would be very pleased to go to Washington and walk away with a win. Get, get his team to
0: 7-1 and then, and, and, you know, get that sure. win. Yeah, you mentioned Patrick Peterson earlier and right. playing against a former team. Exactly. Uh, you got cousins playing against a uh, former team. It, exactly. The commander's name still feels uh, strange to say. It, uh, it certainly uh, was time, find- but... I but, instinctively go to football team. I always say with the Washington football team. Yeah, yeah. It, it almost feels more natural than yeah. Manage, yeah. But, uh, yeah. Regardless, be an interesting game. Uh, I think just like I said, be really good to put another win uh, there, and mm-hmm. and and then I'm I am looking forward to to that next stretch of the game or of the season with the Bills, uh, with yeah, the Cowboys, with the Patriots. Like I think that the Vikings are starting to. maybe make a little bit of noise around the league uh and i think some people are trying to figure out like how real is this team and those are the games that are going to show how real this team is uh not that they've been beating bad teams uh thus far not haven't been the bills um Mm -hmm. but uh yeah it's gonna be it's gonna be interesting to see so washington this week and then uh move into that next part of the schedule but we'll we'll wrap it up here we're gonna keep it short today uh want to keep things uh brief and so appreciate everyone Mm -hmm. listening uh if you get that time of lead that the vikings have had this year be sure to let us know um but uh be back next week to talk about the the commanders vikings game take care everyone